This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. This is a two-part series, and these messages are in preparation for the upcoming election day. Now, we are in an unfolding drama. Everybody says, plenty of drama. But we, listen, we need to understand this. The church has a major role, and in truth, the lead part. Now, position determines perspective. I can give you just a, a, a very simple illustration. I'm positioned, that my view, my perspective is this way. If I change my position 180 degrees, my perception has changed with my posi- position. Now my entire view is this way. I really don't see here except periphery. I, I, I have a totally different picture. Are you listening? Now, it has been a major lie and untruth and a falsehood perpetrated purposefully on the church. Modern governments, not uh, just in immediate uh, history, but this goes back uh, uh, into uh, several, um, the last 50 years anyway, let's say that. Um, and this lie is this, it has become a modern government policy and it's a perversion of the United States Constitution. Now the United States Constitution is the law of the land by which all other laws are measured. We, it was given to us, we inherited it. We inherited that from our founding fathers. Amen. And this, uh, this modern government policy is a perversion of the United States Constitution uh, of separation of church and state. Now, the original intent of the Founding Fathers was to protect the church from the state so that there would not be a state-imposed uh, religion. Now we're in a complete 180-degree uh, change of position The government invokes just the opposite of this and in order to protect itself, the government, from the church. I need you to hear what I'm telling you today, all right? The original intent was that of the founding fathers, knowing how governments are, all right, that they wanted to protect the church from the imposition, the imposing of the government, are you listening, uh, on the church. Now we're 180 degree change. We have government now. Are you listening? That invokes uh, a invokes that in a perversion to protect itself from the church. Amen. And maybe they know something that we don't know. See, but the church has swallowed that lie and operated in that lie. Are you listening? Where it's now is against the law. Are you listening? You, you're in danger of losing your tax-exempt status to say anything about against the government. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Well, when did that happen? Under the watch of the church. And, and here's the reason, because the church was in the process of restoration of truth from God. The church had to grow up to fighting age. The church had to grow up in the truth. Are you listening? Now listen, I don't mind getting all up in the middle of your trust in man and your trust in the government to save you. This we inherited from our founding fathers who knew better, were called by God to establish a nation that said, in God we trust and we'll be one nation under God. Amen. Amen. So I don't mind. Listen, I'm not here to please you where your political persuasions are. I'm not going to dance that tune, you understand? It don't matter. And I'm looking at probably three choices in this room, you know. The, uh, the R's, the D's, and the I's. You could fill in the blanks for your own self, all right? I'm not here for that. I'm here for the kingdom of God. I'm here for God. Amen? Wherever I'm at, it's going to be under God. I'm under God. Amen? In God I do trust. And you can decide for yourself, and you're going to. Praise God. Are you listening? And, here, and here's the two extremes that we have this year. One says that we're in the ditch. The other one says we're on the mountain. There's nothing wrong. The other one says everything's wrong. Well, I'm going to tell you what now. You know, let's, let's not be delusional here. Everything isn't wrong because the church is still here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is still here. Amen. Are you listening? But there's plenty wrong that the church has allowed God to be taken out of a lot of it. We we're not naive. Are you listening? Like little children, we don't understand what's really going on. Amen. This falls at the feet of the church. Remember, everything everywhere before Jesus is waiting, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father until every enemy is underneath the feet of the church. Under the authority of the church. Under the ability of the church. Amen. Now, in the world, kingdoms of this fallen world, we have the governments of men that are subject to the devil, a sworn enemy of God. The scriptural basis of this statement is in Luke, the fourth chapter. The devil's interaction with Jesus, the devil took Jesus on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the, inhabitable, of the habitable world, and said to him, To you will I give all this power and authority and their glory, for it has been turned over to me. Who did that? Adam. It has been turned over to me, and I will give it to whomever I will. And he does. Yes, he does. (laughs) All right? And he does. Jesus' answer, which should be our answer today as the church. Are you listening? He was representing God the Father. We're representing God the Father. Are you listening? We're in Christ. This should be the same answer. He said to the devil, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and Him only shall you serve. Are you listening? See, Jesus came to do what? What was His message? The kingdom of God is here. 
The kingdom of God. Repent, change your mind, the kingdom of God. Who's he talking to? The, king, the people that are in the kingdoms of this world. The people that were under the control, are you listening? And the rule and the reign and the authority and the ability of the devil. He came, are you listening? And did war with that. I mean, confronted that face to face. Are you listening? This is the first confrontation. He said, no. He said, I'm not buying that. I'm here for God, and I'm only going to serve God, and that's the only kingdom I'm interested in. Just one. Amen. He said, I'm not here to make a deal. The deal is my way, you understand? Because I'll get all of that, but I'm going to get it God's way. I'm going to get it for God and for God's glory. Hallelujah. That's our answer. By direct contrast, see, the devil says, all the kingdoms of this world, they've been turned over me. I give them to whoever you want. There's your answer why they're dictators. There's an answer why there's communism, socialism. And there's an answer why we have problems in America today. Amen. Because in the fallen world, are you hearing? In the fallen world, we have the governments of men. Just of men. Amen. All right. By direct contrast, the kingdom of God, which the Bible says in another place, is over all other kingdoms. All right. In the kingdom of, uh, in the uh, kingdoms of this world, uh, there are the governments of men who are influenced as subject to the devil. But in the, in the kingdom of God, you need to listen to what I'm telling you, all right? In the kingdom of God, God is the government. God is the supreme ruler over all, over everyone and everything. In the kingdom of God, God is the government. So don't, don't listen. You're not, we're here in America, citizens of the kingdom of God first and American citizens second. Now, how, now the mess we're in right now lays directly at the feet of the church directly at the feet of an immature, are you listening, pitiful, powerless church that doesn't understand, but we're waking up. It's a different day. God says, I'm, I have given you the responsibility. See, you can't take authority till you assume the responsibility. Yes, Lord, we change our mind. Your kingdom has come. Now let your will be done. Isn't that the first way we're told to pray? God, your kingdom come, your will be done. God, your government come, where you're in charge, you're in control. Why is it that we have to settle for religious people that we can't have somebody that names the name of Jesus, declares the blood of Jesus, that prays openly to... When he has a, a conference of any kind, they pray... When, are you listening? When it addresses the nation, we bow our head in prayer. Why do we have to settle for anything less? God sent Jesus his very best. Won't he give you somebody? If the church... Oh, come on. Lord have mercy. See, we're just so used to eating out of the garbage dump. Because we don't know who we are and who God is, and what this thing is about. 
Now, of the governments of it. See, God is the government. Everyone and everything is subject to the rule and reign, the authority and the ability of God Almighty. Now, the governments of men, Jesus said this, they lord over one another. He said, what they're after, and this is the root of all evil, he said, the love of money. Material gain, all they have, like, like the devil said, I'll give you all of this, all the splendor, all the magnificence, all the wealth, all the fame, all the glory of them. You can have it all. Be greedy like me. Love money like me. Jesus said, I'm not going to serve you. I'm not going to serve the love of money. I'm not going to be bought and paid for. I, are you hearing me? I'm not for sale. You can't lobby me and buy me. You can't have a, you can't take a pole. I'm not for sale. God, give us people. Righteous people. God people. Now listen, in contrast, Jesus said this. He said, you are to seek first the kingdom of God. First and foremost, in all of your dealings, all of your affairs in this life, you seek first the kingdom of God. Not your pocketbook. Not the economy. Not national security. If God don't keep the gate, honey, I'll tell you what. If God doesn't build the city, I'm going to tell you a thing. We're different. We're here to make a difference because we're different. Seek first the kingdom, His righteousness, His right way of doing and, and, and being and doing where there's one Lord over all. His name is Jesus. Serve God and serve one another. Be motivated not by greed but by love for God's glory and God's glory alone. Now listen, our nation, the United States of America, we inherited from our founding fathers. In God we trust one nation under God. How does that equate to now we can't pray in school? If you have a, a nativity scene on the uh, city thing, we have. are you listening? They take that away. Take everything away from us. Are you listening? How does that equate with the original intent? These were people that believed God, yes. were faithful to God, understood God was the one. Are you listening? That had given us a wonderful opportunity, a nation that could be for God. Because yes. it chose to be, wanted to be. Amen. Hallelujah. What a disservice. What a disgraceful, sinful, ashamed reproach that we have allowed, the sin that we have allowed in our nation at the hands of politicians and policies that are totally against the righteousness of God. What a disgrace and a shame and a sin that falls at the feet of the living God's church. If my people that are called by my name will turn from their wicked ways. The church, God's people, us, we've allowed the devil, we've allowed to give the devil to give it to whoever he wants to. 
Just get in line. Be a good little party member. Don't say nothing. Are you listening? Well, it's time to get back what the enemy has stolen. It's time to get back into the driver's seat. It's time to get back into the authority, the ability of God and bring the kingdom to America, to every state house. Are you listening? To every courthouse, to to the White House, to every house and be reminded we are here to serve God and Him only and bring our nation back under God. Now, you can't do that if, you're, if you don't know nothing. That's right. Come on. If you ain't grown up, amen? But Jesus came, brought the kingdom. One man! One man! A man! But a God-man! It stood up and confronted religious ideas, confronted wrong, confronted unrighteousness. The book of Daniel gives us example of God and government over and over and over again. The whole book, God, the whole book of Daniel is full of, are you listening? Not just past and previous, but future. How the governments of this world, uh, the kingdoms of this world are going to go. That's right. In the book of Daniel. There's no surprises here to God. I said, there's no surprises. We think there's no other time in history. Please give me a break. You haven't read his story. Amen. Amen. It's all been done before. Fools have lived before. And so have wise people. Are you listening? Turn on CNN, Fox News, all of them. We ain't never seen nothing like this before. Look in the book, baby. You ain't surprising God, catching God off guard. He already knows. It's already all been done before. <laughs> I mean, you know, just keep giving us your best uneducated, unintelligent, are you listening, unscriptural, unbiblical guess. Come on, come on, amen. i probably get letters over that, amen. <laughs> the book of Daniel, God gives us example of God and government. Kingdom of God and the kingdoms of this world. Daniel 6. I'm just going to pull some highlights out because there's 27 verses, a whole chapter. I'm going to pull out the high points, all right? First of all, it says Darius reorganized his kingdom. There was a reorganization. And it says that he appointed 120 governors to administer all the parts of his realm, all right? The, the reorganization that we have in America, we have an election, new administration, are you listening? Now, God's men, it goes on to say here uh, that uh, the governors uh, over them were three vice regents, one of whom was Daniel. The governors reported to the vice regents uh, who made sure that everything was in order for the king. It says, but Daniel. Everyone say, but Daniel. Remember, Daniel is God's man representing the kingdom of God, God's people, God's work in the earth. All right? It says, but Daniel... Brimming with spirit and intelligence, so completely outclassed. Listen, listen, are you listening? (laughs) I mean, the reason why good people don't run in this system that we have is because we've allowed it to become so corrupt, so polluted, it's a cesspool. 
Are you listening? But there's some folks that are waiting in the wings. Are you listening until the church gets her act together and insists on the kingdom that we're just so far out class, all this other trash that's being offered. Come on now. These are just the floaties of the toilet bowl. You understand what I'm saying? God's taking the scrub brush to that. I agree with this one statement. You 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 don't have to guess one way or the other. I'll make it real plain. I say, I don't care who says it. Somebody does need to drain the doggone swamp. Get all the bad stuff out of there. Are you listening? They do need to have term limits on these guys that are bought and sold. The president has term limits. They need to have term limits in the, in the Senate and in the House and on the Supreme Court. Term limits, understand? You serve and then you go. You're not going to sit there and camp and, are you listening, be bought and sold and bribed and corrupted. We ain't going to give you a chance. Two terms, you're gone. Somebody else gets in there. We will get a constitutional amendment. The church will get a constitutional amendment. Are you listening? Because the church is going to bring the kingdom and we're going to have right laws, not wrong ones. Are you listening? The church. Oh, you ain't never seen no coming together of dry bones like you have seen. Just scattered every which way. Dead, nothing, do nothing, can't say nothing. You ain't seen. The wind is about to blow. I am prophesying today. We are going to come together in the political arena. We are going to bring righteousness. We are going to determine who is and who ain't. We are going to have the kingdom of God in America. We're going to bring this thing back under the authority and the ability of God. We are going to enjoy a prosperity from God like we've never known before for the glory of God. The Catholics are coming. The Protestants are coming. The Presbyterians are coming. The Baptists are coming. Are you listening? And all the other, whoever they are, we're going to come together for God under God. And they are going to sit up and pay attention to God. Oh, yeah, baby. Because uh, we completely outclass, God completely outclasses the devil. It's so much better. I ain't even in the same league. God people outclass everybody else, you understand? We're different. And we're different so we can make a difference. Are you listening? We got more class than that. Hallelujah. Now, because he completely outclassed the devil's crowd, he was put in charge overall. If that's not a picture, huh? When a prepared people will be a promoted people. Are you listening? Quit making your politics personal, all right? It's not a black thing. It's not a white thing. You got to get over this stuff. You're in the kingdom now. Are you listening? You look the same as me. Cut us, we bleed red. The blood of Jesus. Call us whatever you want where the world's concerned. I'm called by his name. You know who you are? Brother, sister. That's it. Saved on say, That's all. Get off it. Get over it. I'm not going to allow any form of racism around me whatsoever. Starting with us. It ain't in me and I'm not going to allow it to be in you. Get over it. Get over it. 
You let them point their fingers. You let them play the race card. You get over it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. President Obama will not be judged in history, in his story, by the color of his skin. Neither will George W. Bush. Are you listening? Or whoever it was. You know what they're going to be judged by? What you did that God called you to do to work righteousness in this nation. And you and you alone will stand for your part. I'm not going to judge you one way or the other. But I sure ain't going to judge you by the color of your skin or your political party. Get a life and get over it. For God's sake, grow up. Somebody ought to tell the church, grow up. Look at the floor and look sideways in here at me? No. You get over that. Right now, I used to tell you, know, we take our kids. <laughs> Little Isaac acted up. I, you know, I've, I'm not going to whoop him, but I decided as a grandfather, next time, I'm going to take that ear and twist it. Son, you coming up on your tippy toes, I'm going to bring you somebody that will whoop you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to get over it. You're not going to talk like that to me. You understand? Amen. So if you feel your ear pull, being pulled a little bit, I'm not going to scratch it. All right. So the devil's crowd, you can read this for yourself, they hunted a scandal. <laughs> they looked for some scandal. Are you listening? It's all here. They hunted a scandal, couldn't find a scandal. You know, now you're not going to not ever find a scandal with the world's bunch. So we didn't quit looking to the world to hand us leadership. This is how they do things. You understand? They're going to lord it over one another. They didn't like him in charge. God's been in charge, so they hunted a scandal. This is how, why are we so surprised? And that you're going to find a scandal with worldly people? Give me a break. Give me a break. You're going to find lots of them. <laughs> they hunted a scandal. All right, they finally gave up. They said, we can't find one. The only way we're going to do is cook up a religious thing over him because he's deeply religious. See, they don't know the difference between the reality of a relationship and religion. So they said this. Here's, they conspired. You hear a lot about conspiracies today. They conspired. Who? The devil's crowd conspired against God's man. Are you listening? That's why good God people don't want to run because there's going to be conspiracy from the devil. But the church is the one that has authority over the devil. It's not flesh and blood. It's the devil. So they conspired against him and said, here's what we're going to do. The one thing we can do, and now listen, because the devil's behind of them, listen, don't you think for a minute, the devil is at war with God. He can't get to God, so he's going to make war with you. And here's where the devil, this was not by accident. They could have chosen any religious exercise, any form of religion that Daniel practiced, but they said, you know what we're going to go after? We are going to go after this praying mess. Because power comes, are you listening? Prayer puts us under God's power. The prayers of a righteous man make mighty power available. And that's what they didn't like it in him, and they didn't like his... God's power and ability, are you listening, and influence in the kingdom over the kingdom, consequently over them. So they conspired. Listen, we're going to get prayer. 
What? Listen, look at our schools. What'd they take out? Prayer. And what's left? You decide. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, I thank God we've got godly people. Godly to born, filled with, born again, filled with hope. Thank God for, you know, uh, and now Kenyatta's been promoted to influence. Amen. Are you listening? Teachers were, but we have to have God in our school. Amen. Why? Available for these children. I want a teacher that will pray over my children. Not say you're ADD, you're this, you're that, you're the other. Declare the word of God over my. Come on now. Every, every, every place we should be. They hunted the scandal used against him. They cooked up something religious. The devil was behind it. They hid him over prayer because prayer is where the power comes from. Now listen, in man's kingdom, uh, the, uh, in man's kingdom, uh, the appeal is this. Man is God. They went to the king and they said, listen, we want you to make a law the next 30 days, you are going to be God. You're God. You look to, everyone's going to have to pray to you. They're going to have to look to you. Isn't that what the government? Isn't that what, at the press, all of that perpetrates, you know? It's the president. Look to the president. He's a man. He's just a man, but he better be a God man. Better be somebody God can work with and work through. Because we'll pray for them. Not against them, for them. So that life can be good for us. Man, I got to hurt. All right. But the appeal was, man is God. Only pray to you. Only look to the government. Man's king. So listen, behind the scenes. This will be naive. Behind the scenes. There are people that don't want good for the church. There are people that don't want good for America. But because of the church, we're the one nation that has declared, listen, where the devil is concerned. You understand? In God we trust, and we're under God. The devil hates that. He hates America. America sends out the gospel all over the world. He hates that. You understand who is behind of this? So behind the scenes, we got to get in a position where we can manipulate and control, where we can make, where we don't care if he's just a puppet. You be God. You be the answer. You fix everything for us. Just so they don't trust in God. Just so the nation's not under God. Let it be under my control, because when it gets in man's arena, it's in the devil's arena. Behind the scene, God works, and behind the scene, the devil works. Those that work the works of God and those that work the works of the devil. God's enemy. Listen, they made a law. They made a law. There are lawmakers that make unjust laws. Are you listening? And there are kings that will sign them. Signed it into law. How quickly we could go from prospering in the government to persecuted by the government. That's the example here. But it says, watch it, watch it now. Watch it. Be awake and watchful. 
It says, when Daniel knew they had passed that law, listen, they made a, they passed a law, make it against the law to serve God. Am I telling the truth or is that the Bible? How quickly? Are you listening? Appeal to the, their God side. Appeal to them. A king. We don't have kings in America. And we have one God. Are you listening? And if you would be king, you're only going to be that for eight years at the most. You understand? Then you're going down. You'll be judged for that. Both ways. Amen. Are you listening? You need to understand who you align yourself with. That's the bus you're getting on. That's the direction you're going in. That's the vote. We fast, we pray, we vote. But whatever bus you get on, better make sure you read the roadmap. Their platform tells you where they're going. If they're going down to kill babies, you're going down there with them. If they're going down there, are you listening? And we love, we love all people. You understand what I'm saying? Or, uh, understand. The answer for homosexuality is sexual perversion of any kind. Are you listening? Is the love of Jesus. Are you listening? Amen. But I'll tell you what, a city or a nation that gives itself over to that and goes in that direction, God will judge it from heaven. Are you listening? Powerfully judge it. Are you listening? So if you're going down the bus where they're going to make that the law of the land, and it is now. Are you listening? They equate that now. They can marry one another. Amen. Are you listening? Look whose watch that came in under. You understand? But you get on that bus, you're going to get the same thing. You're on that bus. That's where you're going to wind up. In a land of perversion. In a land with the same judgment. Like a lot. Living in... Listen, it says he, his, his soul was perverted. Amen? Are you listening? Slept with his, got drunk, slept with his own daughters. Come on now. One perversion allowed will bring you into even greater perversion. Do you understand this? Be careful what direction you're going in. Because you're getting on the bus with the leader you choose. Well, that's all right. It might be all right with you, your family, your political past, but is it all right with God? We're here for God. I'm here for God. There's certain things I can't do. I can't. That's against God. I can't do it. Amen. The wrong kind of a law against the law of God, a wicked thing, an evil thing. God said, my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. The Bible says in Proverbs 14, 34, righteousness, God's will and God's way exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. Let me tell you the people that it condemns the most. All right? The condemnation of this nation is on the, is on the church. Are you listening? And together, listen, and together with us, we've allowed sin to condemn. Are you hearing? Millions of people because we're supposed to be driving the bus. And we've allowed it to go in a direction that right now, I'll tell you, our nation is about to drive over the cliff. And listen, pride will cause us to have a tremendous fall. We know better than God. No, we do not. We never have and we never will. It says, uh, godliness makes a nation great, but sin... There's a lot of talk. We're going to 
that America is great and we're going to make America great again. Listen, that's fine. I love all that. That's good talk. That's, that's good talk. Listen now. Uh, godliness makes a nation great. Here's how. Godliness. If you're going to make a nation great, you better be godly. If you think America is great because it's good, are you listening? The answer is, are you listening? Are you good? And the only thing God calls good is, are you godly? Because godliness is the only good thing that causes the nation to be great. Don't shout me down right now because I'm preaching real good. Are you hearing the answer? You get your answers from this book and from the church. And you've been sorely lacking and destroyed in lack of knowledge because the preachers are pitiful. Are you listening? And, they, and they're afraid to say something. I'm not scared, you understand? I'm no longer a slave to fear of any kind. Sin is a reproach to any people. It's a shame, a blame, and a discredit. Amen. It falls on the church. Daniel knew that it was against the law. Yet it says he continued to pray just as he had always done. I like the end of this. It said he opened up the window three times a day. Listen, I mean, he didn't do it privately. He opened the window. He wanted to be heard. He wanted to be heard. He opened it towards Jerusalem, God's city, towards God. He's in a foreign land, but he turned toward God. And he opened up his doggone mouth. Listen, I love this. He prayed. It says when they came, the conspirators came and they found him praying, asking for God's help. Oh, that, uh, the eternal sin. You don't need to ask for God's help. The law is you look to us to help you. We'll help you. No, he's looking for God's help. This is a confrontation of the grandest kind. But now listen, see, see, you know, this church has started to get over in that. See, it says he prayed and it said, and he was thanking and praising God. Are you listening? Why could you do that when you know there's a law? It's against the law now for you to keep the laws of God because I know how this is all going to turn out. All them boys, I don't even have to wonder who's against me. Now I know. I don't have to. It's all out in the open now. God done flushed them out. And this thing is going to turn for my good because if you dig a pit for me, baby, you are going to fall into it your own self. If you repay evil for good, evil will never leave your house. You ain't listening to what I'm telling you. I know how you feel, baby. Yeah, we're going to recover all of it, all of it. We're going to get it all back seven times. My God. So they went, you know, it said it grieved the king. He realized, you know, pride had been exposed. They trapped him. You better be careful who you have around you. Are you listening? To pray in good people because evil people can pervert things. These conspirators, real conspirators from the devil. Now listen. It says this. King, they've ignored you. They're defying your decree. There's a people, there's a man, and he's ignoring you. He's defying your decree, paying no attention, no, no attention. He's a threat to the kingdom, to the king and to the kingdom. Well, who's their king? The devil. 
All right? So they threw him to the lion's den, believing that he would be torn to pieces. The end of Daniel, the end of God's man, the end of God's governmental influence. The God-man in the government. Listen, you're going to have to stand up for God, and you're going to have to stand up for what's right. Whether that's in times of prosperity, like Daniel, or in times of persecution. Amen. I'm going to show you how, how, how a thing can change. They threw him in the lion's den. Now, the thing about we know the devil as a roaring lion. He ain't a real lion. That's right. He really don't have no power or authority over me. No ability over me. He just roars like a lion. Daniel got down in there. Are you listening? And the Bible said God sent angelic help. I said God sent angelic help. Are you listening? Now the king didn't know this, but it said at daybreak he, he fasted and prayed all night. The king's now fasting and praying. Are you listening? Amen. You know, see, we don't have men like Abraham Lincoln that turned to God and fasted and prayed. Are you listening? Because he had a word from God. One nation, a promise from God. One nation under God. Thank God for men that stood for a, not just politically, but stood in front of God and said, without your help, I'm standing here. God, Abraham Lincoln looked at men and women and boys and girls being sold on a slave block. For God's sake, these guys claim to be men like that. That's their hero. Then look at what the man was. A God-fearing, God-believing man looked at an atrocity, a wrong of the worst kind, a wicked, evil thing, and stood there and bowed his head. I'm just a woodchopper. I'm brought up in a cabin. But God help me. If you'll help me, I will change that. Hear the prayer of a man. Are you listening to God exalted into a place to do something about it? When it looked like everything was lost, he's praying and fasting, saying, God, one nation, one nation, this black and white thing is not going to destroy what you have built and put together. We got to do our part right now. Jesus, help us. Have we fallen so far that we don't know the difference between this trash and a reality of truth and that there is still a far out class. Good God Almighty. I could say more, but I don't need to. Stand up for God. At daybreak, we'll see. I'm telling you, there's a new day breaking. Everything has changed. There's a deliverance from God for the people of God. The king went down there and he found a man believing and trusting God. He said, Daniel, the God you trusted in, was he able to save you? And, and Daniel cried out from the lines. Then he said, O king, live forever. He said, God has saved me. God has rescued me. He sent his angel. I'll tell you right now, we're, I'm declaring this in, in, with a bunch of other people. Now, you can join us or not, but I'm officially declaring this. Amen. I agree with this. The church needs to fast next Sunday uh, uh, in November. Needs to fast the Sunday, the Monday, and the Tuesday. Yes. 
Yeah. And we have more, we have, pre, I'm on, the next message I'm going to preach will be, I'll show you scriptural precedent for this. For the nation. And for these elections. Yes. And turn and look to God. Yes. Amen. Yes. <clears throat> and I believe this, there are, listen, I believe this. I don't believe the news. I don't believe the news, you understand? I do not believe the news. I'm serious, I don't. I believe the good news. That I look out and it seems like we're surrounded. The church, the Christians, the God. Are you hearing? But I think God's opening up my eyes. God sent one angel for Daniel, but God's going to send billions of angels if He has to over this nation. Because prayer has been going up. God has awakened the sleeping giant. God has raised up a people. God has, had a, has hearing the heart cry, saying, we need God. We need you, God, and we need you now. Hallelujah. And if he has to, he'll send millions and billions of angels. Amen. And do whatever has to be done. Because he will not. He will not not fulfill His promise. If we do what's required, He will bring the reward. Diligent seeking gets a, gets a reward from the God who is. Amen. Now it says that the, He closed the mouths of the lions. Oh, I tell you, I thank God. I tell, there sometimes I say, you know, I'll catch a glimpse of it. I say, shut their mouths, God, so they cannot hurt us. The, the words of the devil against the church shut his mouth. Listen, it says there's not a scratch on him. He had trusted God. That's what's written. He, there was not a scratch on Daniel. He had trusted God. And then the king commanded the conspirators thrown into the lion's den. And, of course, they couldn't stand up to what they were perpetrating on other people. <laughs> Amen. The pit they dug, they fell into themselves. It's a law. It's a law. Don't touch the anointed of God. Don't touch the people of God. Don't touch us with your laws or whatever because it will come back on you. Amen. Now, it says, Then by the king there was a new law, and it was a right law. See, we're called to bring God's change, good change. And he declared, you can read the rest of it, he says, God is the living God. And everyone in my kingdom, every part of it, he says, shall worship and fear him. He is the living God. Listen, and his, listen to the words of the uh, king in this. He said, it says, he is the living God, world without end. His kingdom never fails. His rule continues eternally. He is savior, rescuer. He performs astonishing miracles in heaven and on earth. He saved Daniel from the paralyzed. From then on, everyone say from then on. The place of change. The place of confrontation. That's right. The place of the man the of God standing up for the people of God. The kingdom of God. It said, and things went well for Daniel from then on. Not just in that reign, but even into the next, even in the next generation. Amen. I'll tell you what we do in this year is going to affect generations. Somebody, now listen to me. I'm not telling you who to vote for. But I'm going to tell you how to vote. I tell you, first of all, you should vote, should fast, should pray, then you should vote. All right? And here's how you should vote with righteousness for the kingdom of God. The next president is going to, uh, uh, is, is going to appoint Supreme Court judges. 
And I said, I'm praying. I mean, you know, we need to set term limits on there. They're, they, I mean, they're old and decrepit. I mean, 80 years old. One has got dementia now, I think. Honest to God. Are you listening? That's just, that's just ridiculous. I said that is ridiculous. They should have enough sense at a certain age to recluse themselves. Go enjoy, you know, the frogs on the lily pads. Just but get out of our way. Amen. Well, we need wisdom. Well, wisdom is you should only be there a certain amount of time. That's what real wisdom is. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.